The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to a new quick hitter from the Pure Hoops podcast. Our guest this week is Chris Maddox of Sports Illustrated. We discuss the latest happenings in the NBA bubble. This is a insightful, intriguing, and very informative conversation. Hope you enjoy. How has the communication been with the union, the league, and the players? Have they, has it still, are they still communicating in a way of still trying to work in a collaborative spirit? Or are you beginning to detect any tension or anything i know it was just one meeting but it seems so much has happened since last night how's the communication been with those three parties i think the communication has been pretty good um i think the relationship between the players the union and the league um has been fairly strong we know the relationship is strong between adam silver and chris paul we know uh, that the working relationship has been excellent with Michelle Roberts and Adam Silver. And I don't think that what's happened in the last 48 hours has changed that. One thing I would say, BJ, is Adam Silver's not here. And Mark Tatum's not here. And that's something that has been brought up to me a few times in the last uh, 48 hours. I mean, I'm not entirely sure that boots on the ground from the two most you know powerful people in the NBA would have changed anything. But I do think it's important to have the most powerful people in the league in this bubble and and part of this experience to to understand what players are going through because the bubble has exacerbated things. You know, the, the, the tension that players are feeling right now, a lot of it comes from, you know, the two months that basically spent inside this this bubble or in isolation away from their friends and families. It's exacerbated. And, you know, I don't think that Adam Silver or Mark Tatum can truly understand what players are feeling and how they're feeling it without being down here. That's been brought up to me, you know, by a few people in the last last couple of days that, you know, look, most NBA teams sent their top basketball executives down here. Like the the, the top GMs or the president, whether it's Masai Ujiri or Sam Presti or, or whoever, they're in the bubble because... Lawrence Frank, because in part, uh, they believe that what their players are experiencing, they have to experience as well. Like, they have to be here and understand what they're going through. Uh, The fact that Silver and Tatum are not here, I don't want to say it's a problem, but it's been noticed. And and I, I wonder if that becomes an issue moving forward. Yeah, and as good as that leadership has been in a moment like this, you want to have people in the same room, especially with what you shared about uh, that meeting last night. So, you know, one thing you just... And the problem problem is, the problem too, I would say, is like, it's not like Silver can get on a plane and get down here tomorrow. Like, there are protocols you have to go through. Like, you have to, you get down here, and even if he's been tested every day since then, you have to do at least four days or, you know, 30, I don't know. You, you can't just fly down here and get in a meeting right away. You can do it virtually, but there's a difference to that. And, and I can tell you, I mean, the, the 
I mean, for some people, the bubble's pretty easy. Like, like I would just use myself as an example. Like, I'm not married. I have no life anyway. Like, sitting in a, <laughs> like, in, like living in a 300 square foot room for somebody that lived in New York for 15 years is not all that different from day to day life. I got to tell you. But for other people, uh, who are used to different things, who are closer to young kids and young family, I, mean, I can't tell you the number of players that I've seen. You know, I spend most of my days in the Coronado Springs where the three practice floors are because that's where the action is. And I see a lot of players and coaches walking up and down. Um, more often than not, I see players on their phones FaceTiming with their children. I saw Giannis FaceTiming with his young son, Liam, just uh, I believe it was yesterday now or the day before. Uh, you know, not being around your family, just it, it becomes burdensome. And, and I would tell you, too, you know, in the next you know few days, there are scheduled to be a whole bunch of people kind of unleashed onto this bubble, like new people coming in with other friends or family or staffers or whatever. I can't speak for every player, but some that I've talked to see that as uh, some like a, a, something of, of a consternation, of dread. Like, they're in this bubble, and they're not having a good time at all. And I don't think players, I'm not sure I'm saying this right, but I don't think players want to see new people come into the bubble like it's a vacation and like have all this excitement mm-hmm. about being here. They're not excited about being here. They're They're feeling like, all right, we're here. We're trying to get through this. It's it's like a battle trying to get through this every single night. We don't want, you know, play people running around thinking it's like a, a vacation. That that's something to keep in mind too as the days and weeks move forward. As people get released into this bubble, what was once believed to be something of maybe a good thing, I don't think is viewed quite the same way. That's a, that's a great point. And you know, when the concept was introduced, of course, it was okay. How do we utilize this as a platform for this messaging? So we've seen the messages on the jerseys we've seen the statements before and during the anthem we've had many pressers where guys will just say justice for brianna taylor arrest the officers etc etc so up until wednesday from what you've experienced and learned how has the whole platform for messaging and to help drive that change forward how, how was that going before this of course giant step that we saw take place wednesday I think it was going okay. Um, I had noticed from talking to players, and Jalen Brown said this to me a couple of days ago, there had been – they'd noticed that since the playoffs started that the message was kind of getting drowned out more. It it was much stronger early on, but in the last uh, week or two, it it hadn't been quite as as impactful. At least that's what what some players have thought, and Jalen, of course, is – you know, not only a top-level player, but a union vice president. So he's got the ears, uh, the ear of, of many players. Um, and part of the things that players are looking for moving forward is is just something to to have something that will be able to allow them to get the get their message out as strong as they felt it was getting out in the first couple of days and weeks. Something they want something to change, something new to be introduced into this environment that will allow them to uh, to, to to continue pushing uh, this movement forward. The problem is, and BJ, I don't know if you've heard anything differently, but I, I don't I I don't know if they know what that is at right, this point. Right. Like, what I exactly don't, is the demand right now? You know, if it's, there is it's a not, demand, it's 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 very hard. And I've you know specifically asked, and I give some media members credit on some of these Zoom calls I've listened to. Like some media members have asked, like. You know, I think they asked uh, somebody asked Fred Van Vliet, like, 
what what should we do? Like, what what more do you need from us to help get your message across? And it just there really isn't an answer. And and I it's it's a frustration. I I I, can, I can't understand it because I haven't lived Fred sure. Van Vliet's life. I haven't done any of that. But I I get it. I I I certainly understand. I believe what they're saying. It just you know I I don't know I don't know what what more can be done here because the reality of of this country is that. In three days or three weeks or three months, the exact same thing that happened to George Floyd, the exact same thing that happened to Jacob Blake could happen again. And, you know, I, I don't maybe maybe I was I don't want to use the word naive, but like, right. you know, players, you know, maybe they thinking that, you know, being down here for a month and a half and putting their message out as strongly as they did, uh, maybe thinking that was going to change anything immediately anyway, uh, wasn't right because, you know, the, the, what's if there's change going to happen, and we all hope that it does. If there cha- is change that's going to happen, it's going to take a lot longer, and it's going to have to be systematic, and it's going to have to begin in November with these elections. Like that, that's when change, you know, really starts to fundamentally begin. And I think players, maybe in the aftermath of what happened in Wisconsin, are are kind of coming to grips with that. We hope you listen to the full convo with Chris Maddox from Sports Illustrated. Check out the Pure Hoops podcast with BJ Armstrong and myself, Eric Newman, each and every Friday on Pure Hoops Media. Stay pure.